The My Place Riviera podcast is brought to you by Calendar Haworth Interior Design. Welcome everyone to the My Place Riviera podcast. I'm Mark Howarth with Calendar Howarth Interior Design, and I'm going to be joined by Winita Viale, my dear friend, colleague, and fellow interiors fanatic. Fanatic? Is that the right word? Mindful interiors <laughs> fanatic. <laughs> Mind, mindful, a mindful fanatic. Always good to have it on board. We're going to be with you every month for the next year, talking about everything to do with the home and lifestyle on the Riviera Monaco, including interior design, home renovations, entertaining, lifestyle, and all of our top tips for living your best life on the French Riviera Monaco. Winita, welcome. I'm so glad you're going to be doing this with me. We're going to have a lot of fun on this. Really looking forward to working on it with you. Thank you, Mark. Me too. I am so excited to be involved in this podcast. And I'm thinking perhaps it would be a good idea to set the stage and share a little bit about your experience and your company, Calendar Howorth. The business started 25 years ago. We have office in London, Cote d'Azur and New York. It's residential projects, design, renovation, build, styling. It's what it says on the tin. We love working in the south of France, where I live now permanently. And projects vary. From example, there's eight projects at the moment, the Cote d'Azur from a penthouse in Monaco, which is a full refurb with furniture, right the way through to a beautiful over 200 year old windmill in Fayence. The whole gambit from start to finish design and build. So to find out more about our story, our podcast, or actually about Calendar Howarth Interiors and how we can help you with your home renovation, please check out chinteriors.fr or you can go to rivieraradio.mc. We have a page set up actually on their website all about us um, with links and various ideas that we're going to share with you. Really hope you can join us. Yes, Mark, I've seen so many of your projects and they're always so completely just mind-blowing, amazing when you walk in. Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's very sweet. That being said, do you follow a house style? That's actually a good question, Winita. No, no, we, we don't have a house style. Some designers actually do the same thing for every client and, I'm, you know, they do a very good job. I've never really understood that because we create people's homes and all of our clients are different. And one of the things I love about my job is trying to get to know clients and what they want for their home. Most clients have a very good idea about what they want and it's our job to really get to the bottom of that and make it beautiful and make it happen. So, no, we don't have our style. I never believe in that. We create unique homes. Every single project we work on is different. Every single client is different. And what makes me really proud at the end of a project is when you walk into the project we've finished, it really reflects that family and how they live and what they wanted. That's what we do. So no, house style out for me. No. Okay, so no house style. No. <laughs> but are there any trends at the moment that you like? No, 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 no. Another bad word, trends. Trends, trends, trends. The thing about trends is they're faddish and they're of the moment in my opinion. And, you know, when you're doing a home renovation and when you're making the effort to really create this beautiful place for you, you and your family to live in, It's really important not to be faddish, in my opinion. You know, there's a lot of trendy things. Okay, the colour is this this year, it's that that year. Have bright pink, have gloss. Really, we need to focus on what's going to also last the test of time. You know, our clients sometimes spend a lot of money on these things, and it's no point going for something. I'm not, okay, joking aside, a bright fuchsia pink kitchen. I mean, actually, it sounds quite fun, but, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, we, we try and avoid trends. We don't really follow trends. We try and lead, actually. I think if you follow trends, you're more of a a follower if you like and not saying we're trendsetters but I do like to think that we think out of the box a bit more than them following trends yeah so then it would be safe to say that your designs are more of a timeless nature yeah yeah, yeah definitely and it's important that because it's a timeless nature it should last the test of time so when you've designed something you know after a year or two or three or five years they oh gosh it's looking a bit dated now isn't it no that should not happen it should last the test of time 
And it's also about quality. It's quality materials, quality blending and balancing of textures and materials that make it work over time. Really important. If you look at good design, if you're in a hotel or you're in a restaurant, and you'll look at it and something inside you say, oh, that's absolutely beautiful. Usually, if you really look, it's for two things, actually. One is they've got the balance of materials right. It's usually not too faddish. And also lighting design, also very, very important. Lighting, lighting, lighting the whole way through. We have an in-house lighting designer, Mike, who is phenomenal. Um, one of the very key members of our team. Um, lighting design is very, very important. Right, so then as we are now in the Christmas season, Yay. how would you then incorporate that timeless design <laughs> with the seasonal festivities to make your home really welcoming and you know celebrating the season? Well, you know, I mean, Christmas, I, I absolutely love Christmas. I love the energy of it, I love the food, I love the festivity, I love the songs, the scent. I mean, I absolutely love Christmas, as I'm sure many people listening do as well. And it's a time of year actually where every single person, not every single person, but most people around the world are decorating their homes for Christmas. You know, think about it. It's like everyone's doing something usually, hopefully, to decorate their homes. And you know, the whole family's involved, kids get involved. It's a very beautiful time where you make your home very special for the holiday season. And I absolutely love it. I think no real rules, but I, I, I can give some tips. I mean, I always think it's really important to choose a color scheme and to try and stick to it. You know, for example, I often think that it's it's really nice to have a colours. I love silver and gold. So, you know, for example, silver and gold is a great base palette to go with. These colours are timeless, you know, you're less likely to have tired them over the years. And the other thing also, we you know, if you've got a theme, if you know what you're doing, when you're out shopping and looking for things, you know what will go with things. Exactly. Um, which is important. Um, yeah, so I try and stick, find a colour scheme, two or three colours, blend with it and go with it is what I would suggest for that. Now let's talk about the Christmas tree. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the yeah. star of the show well, Don't here. buy one too large. <laughs> I did this. The thing about Christmas, I mean, it's lovely getting a Christmas tree, isn't it? It's such a lovely thing to do. It really is. Um, especially with kids and stuff. You know. But, you know, when you go and buy a Christmas tree, right, always measure your room. It may, it may sound really condescending, but no, measure what your room height is. Because when you go out and buy these trees, it's usually in a big parking lot or a big mall or it's outside. And these trees look small outside. And you're there, wasn't that lovely? And when you get it home, you know, you literally can't get it in the door. It's, it's far too high and you have to chop the top off. Not a good look for Christmas. So just a very simple tip, a basic, basic, basic tip. Measure your room before you go. That's what I suggest. Good to note. What about do-it-yourself projects instead of buying objects? Yeah. What are your thoughts about that? That's a really lovely question because I think often it's really nice to make things and, and, and also to encourage kids to get involved. I mean, the simple thing that I do with my godchildren, which is wonderful, is, I mean, it's so basic. Um, we get pine cones. I mean, obviously in the south of France, there's pine cones all over the place on the floor. If you go for a walk or you go on some pine trees, you'll find some pine cones. Get them, get the pine cones, take them home, supervise the kiddies, but get some, just some simple white snow spray and just spray the cones. It's very basic. They can put them in bowls, they can put them around the house, let them go and place them. It's a fun little thing to So yeah, I always do my pine cones every year is on my agenda, definitely. Well, that segues very nicely to my next question for you, fake versus real. People, trees. People, <laughs> I think trees, trees, trees. You know, this is actually difficult one because I love plants and I and I hate the idea of killing trees. And I think I've always had real trees, but last year in London, I remember I was in London for Christmas. Like it was the after Christmas when you walk outside. It's January. It's you know miserable, and you see hundreds and hundreds of trees just lying on the street. And I really thought about you know actually you know what what a waste. So this year I'm going to go fake. And there are, I haven't found one yet, by the way, I'm trying to find a good one. I will let you all know on the next podcast for next year where we find them. But yeah, I think, I, I think you know, hey, whatever anyone wants, really. But I, I'm going to personally go, go, go fake this year. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, to keep things memorable, 
do you suggest maybe buying all your decorations at once or just buying that one thing per year? You know, with Christmas decorations, again, I, mean, I love it. I mean, it's such a lovely thing to do and it involves the whole family and, and kids again. I, I actually do a thing where I actually, I love the Christmas baubles and I, I think they are, obviously you buy the big box boxes of them, but I think it's also nice, what I try and do each year is buy a couple of unique ones and I tend to buy them for friends as well. So I might see, I might be out and see something, oh, that's really cute, I don't know what it is yet. Yeah be a little angel or whatever and my friend X would love that and I, I think it's lovely and I've done that for many years now and I I actually bought them for my parents for years and I bought some for my father actually um, bless him who sadly died a few years ago and it was really lovely when I went through his things and I found these Christmas baubles that I bought for him oh that's really yeah, sweet and yeah it's, it's just something that when you're decorating the tree you may have a glass of mulled wine you're putting these baubles up it actually becomes a bit more of a ceremony it becomes a memory and if you can get not all of them but say 10 or 12 of them maybe you give them to your kids or it just reminds you of dear friends that you've loved that are around or may not be around anymore friends and family and it's a beautiful way just to have a quiet moment in the madness of christmas with the baubles that you may have bought for someone or been given by someone that means something to you it's really important for me though. yeah that's really sweet that's like creating your own personal tradition yeah definitely yeah, and, and get kids lovely. yeah and get kids involved yeah. you know get the get the kids to each year find a bauble that means something to them you know when you're out in the shop so okay go, you know find something that means something for you do you want to find one that you can give to grandpa or grandma what what and try and start those traditions with the kids with the baubles such a basic theme i've done it for years it's literally one or two baubles a year and they mean something it's a really lovely thing to do because every year when you decorate that tree you bring them out you're right back in the room with that memory or that person it's beautiful actually yeah that is really beautiful now, what about fresh touches that you can add to your, you know, living room or to your kitchen? That I think, just... you know, I mean, it's, I mean, poinsettias, eucalyptus, fresh pine, I mean, all the, the standard things. What I would say about poinsettias, I do love them, but I like them in groups. I think, you know, if you're going to do them, and do, do them outside your front door, but group them in threes or fives. Things look better grouped rather than two outside of the front door. So group them, you know, place them around in groups. Eucalyptus always smells wonderful, pine. You know, getting the, the little twinkly lights don't just have to go in the tree, you know this, and you put them on the mantelpiece. I mean, I put twinkly lights everywhere. I mean, I love them. Yeah, the more, so do I. The more, the merrier. I mean, yeah. goodness knows what the electricity <laughs> bill will be, but just go for it with the twinkly lights. Yeah. And any suggestions for the twinkly lights? Yeah, I put them everywhere. I mean, I yeah, it's not just the tree. Just go for it. The more, the merrier. It just looks so pretty everywhere. And I personally, I love white lights. I, I think they look a bit more, a bit more fresh, a bit more relaxed. The, the red ones kind of give me a bit of a migraine. <laughs> <laughs> the multicolored blingy ones that blink all the time are just too much. So my advice is go white, simple white lights that are on a very slow flashing repeat. Yeah, and certainly check those lights before you go through check the trouble the, of putting yes, them on the tree. That's yes. happened to me so many times. Oh, it's a nightmare. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Definitely. You, you spend hours trying to get it perfect. And then, yeah, check the lights on the floor first. Definitely. Now, if you're someone who's a little bit of a control freak about, mm. you know, the final style of the tree, how do you work in getting the kids and everybody else's opinion in the family to you know to come to a, a, well, a final a final style or a... well, I think you know <laughs> I think it's Christmas you know I mean there's no competition going on here and I think actually it's just really charming when it's done with love it doesn't have to be the best dressed tree but it's done together it's done with your friends and family You've maybe had the bauble idea that I've had that I've spoken about, which I know 
gives me a lot of pleasure each year and, and, and beautiful memories. And just enjoy it, you know. There's no need to get fanatic. I mean, some people get very stressed at this time of year and I think actually decorating the tree should be the one time where you all come together. Yes. You've got some nice food, you've yes. got a glass of mulled wine. Absolutely. And you just enjoy that moment. Exactly. Yeah. All about enjoying the moment. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's true. Well, now that we've talked about the inside decor for Christmas holiday, what about the outside? You know, I'm from the States, so yeah. everybody <laughs> yeah. puts like a million lights on their house. And you're from Las Vegas. <laughs> it's even worse. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, actually, I love the way in the States they do it. They go bonkers. I remember when I used to go over there for Christmas, my parents lived in L.A., and I used to fly into LAX literally three days. The whole of L.A. is lights. Christmas lights, Santa Clauses, reindeer. I mean, it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, there's even Candy Cane Lane Candy in the Cane. San Fernando yeah. Valley. <laughs> yeah. I mean, go for it. I mean, that's maybe the extreme, and uh, goodness, the electrical grid must dim when you plug that all in. I think the outside is important. I think the, the front door's entrance. I mean, everyone puts a reef up. I think, again, I said I'd put some poinsettias out, get some twinkly lights outside the front door, try and group things together so it's not too spread out. You know, if you haven't got loads of lights, don't sort of do one single trail all the way around the perimeter of the drive. It looks a bit lonely. The secret is to group things intensely, so lots of lights together. It doesn't. It can be just around the front door, but, you know, more is less, is that right? Yeah, more is less, if it makes sense. So if you haven't got that much, just group the lights tightly together poinsettias in groupings, um, beautiful wreath. I often actually use, I actually recycle old jam jars at Christmas and if people are coming around, I'll put candles in them and put those outside the front door as well. So it's kind of like a nice chill, oh, recycly yeah. thing going on. And what about the Christmas welcome mat? Too much? Oh, <laughs> Too over know, the top? You're such an American. I think, you know, I mean, in the nicest way. Why not? I mean, I was at Leroy Merlin today. I don't tell many people that, but I love Leroy Merlin. I was there today. And they had some great mats. I didn't buy one, but I might go back. But yeah, if they've got a mat saying Merry Christmas, they've got a Santa Claus or a sled, I'll go for it. If it's not too expensive, just get it. Why not? So that's it for this podcast. Really hope you've enjoyed it. Um, we're going to be back in January, and as we said, we're going to be with you every month. Our first, we're going to bring you a guest speaker or guest interviewee on each podcast. The first person we're going to be interviewing in the new year will be Philip Weiser, owner of Carlson International Real Estate, a really interesting guy who's been in real estate for over 40 years on the Cote d'Azur, some amazing stories. And we're going to talk about the property market with him, what to look for, areas to buy in, investments, and how to find the perfect property. So really hope you can join us in January for that. Just leaves us to wish you all a very, very, very Merry Christmas and um, happy decorating. The My Place Riviera podcast was presented by interior designer Mark Howarth from Calendar Howarth Interior and Architectural Design. You can send your questions to info at chinteriors.fr or at info at rivieraradio.mc. To find out more information about Calendar Howarth, you can visit the podcast page on rivieraradio.mc or visit the website chinteriors.fr. The My Place Riviera podcast, interior design, home renovations, entertaining and lifestyle with top tips for living your best life on the French Riviera and Monaco. Brought to you by Calendar Haworth Interior Design.